just keep being you. Welcome to the Gentlewoman Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Horlbogen. I'm on a mission to foster civility, respect, and integrity with a dash of sartorial elegance in the boardroom and beyond. And I invite you to join me on my quest. Never have to be like anybody else cause you're my favorite person when you're being yourself. A true original right from the start, straight from the heart, a great work of art, you stand apart. Hi everyone, welcome back to the next episode of the Gentlewoman Boss Podcast. As I stated in my last episode, I am changing things up a little bit. Uh, my format up until now has 95% been interviewing guests, people in the world of um, eradicate, eradicating workplace bullying, people that are advocates in the field, authors uh, that have published books on workplace culture, things like that. And it's been fantastic. Um, I have not had a shortage of guests. I actually have a waiting list of people that would like to um, be a guest and share their insights. And I, I am going to continue uh, that type of podcast episode. However, I'm changing things up a little bit right now and launching um, what I'm calling season one, even though I have quite a few episodes under my belt, because I'm starting more of an educational process with the podcast based on a survey that I conducted recently. So if you follow me, if you read my blog, if you follow me on social media at The Gentleman Boss, um, if you follow me, especially on LinkedIn, because I put a lot of content there, um, you know, I conducted in the spring uh, a survey trying to determine how prepared students and graduates, whether they be high school or college, how prepared they felt to enter the workforce and especially to deal with a potential toxic workplace or uh, workplace bullying. Maybe, you know, as a, as a newcomer in a new role in an entry-level position, there's a much greater chance of that happening. So I wanted to sort of get feedback from that, you know, people. So my, my survey was very open-ended. I didn't want to gate it, gate it at all. I didn't want it um, exclusively coming from my network on LinkedIn because I have a very uh, niche type of network um, on that platform. So I sent out a, a MailChimp survey to my um, email list, and I also did a poll on LinkedIn. So I had over 200 respondents, and again, a variety of people. Some had graduated from college years ago and gave their answer based on their entry level, you know, their first job experience in being prepared. And others were, you know, some said, I'm still in school. So I, you know, I can't really answer, but I can tell you this or that, which I'll get into later. So in the first episode of season one, I am going to talk, I'm going to uh, give a preview of the survey and then share the data that came from it. I'm not going to dig in. I'm not going to dig in deep. I'm not going to do a deep dive this episode. But what I'm going to do is break up the ones that follow into each of the questions I asked and the data that came out of it, and um, supporting other supportive research showing this is an issue. This is something that needs to be addressed to prepare our students to enter the workforce and have the tools they need, but also as a as a proactive way of um, addressing the issue of workplace bullying and toxic workplace cultures. Because going into something that you're completely unprepared for 
is only going to perpetuate the problem because the, the bully knows that or the, the toxic people in that organization know that you are at that disadvantage and they will use that to their advantage against you. So it's sort of a twofold thing that, you know, our, our kids, our students, and even our adult students, people that have gone, you know, maybe um, gone back to school, they deserve to understand their rights as an employee, how to handle workplace conflict, um, what to do and what not to do based on, um, you know, different organizational procedures that are set up. So we'll get dive into that more later. So as I mentioned, let me just pull my notes up here. In the survey I conducted, it revealed an average of 73% of high school and college graduates combined felt unprepared to navigate a potentially toxic workplace or to handle workplace bullying. And 79% of undergraduate and graduate students said the topics were not adequately covered in their syllabus or curriculum. Why does that matter? According to a 2019 survey by monster.com, of 2,081 employees, over 51% of respondents reported being bullied by their boss or manager. Most graduates will land an entry-level job, which means there's more than a 50% chance they will have to deal with workplace bullying, something they've admitted they do not feel prepared for, despite spending tens of thousands of dollars on higher education. So, that said, could part of the war to eradicate workplace bullying and hold employers accountable be in educating new employees before entering the workforce for the first time? I believe 100% that it is. There are hundreds of degreed, certified, accredited professionals who have worked for decades in treating targets of workplace abuse and workplace bullying. It's their life's work, right? They focus on the healing and recovery process. They are reacting. They are in a service that reacts to the bullying in the workplace. There's even actually a university you can go to for that. But what if the real key lies in educating our young adults in their rights as employees before the workplace abuse happens? Like a proactive approach. Now, I've done a lot of research um, and come up very wanting as far as how much of that, um, how much of these topics is actually covered in uh, curriculum and syllabus for college students. Uh, I know personally, I'm only, I graduated from high school. That's where my, my formal education ended. And we never, there was no discussion about human resources, what it meant. Um, employee rights, the EEOC, protected classes. Um, the only thing that we they told us was, you know, you can't work past nine o'clock at night on a school day. There were things like that that we knew because we were trying to get part-time jobs. But overall, I was completely naive about, about the my rights as an employee. That whole concept of even having rights as an employee was foreign to me. And the people that participated in the survey, the feedback that I got, I did have a, an open-ended um, text box response for one of my questions. And a lot of people left very um, insightful comments, which I will get into later as well. 
So again, this is um, the first episode of season one, which is basically a recap of my student to workplace readiness survey and the data that came out of it. So now I'm going to share um, each of the questions that I posted in the survey and the data that came out of it. And again, later in the podcast on other episodes, I'll deep dive into the data. So the first question I asked is, as a college student or college graduate who entered or is ready to enter the workforce, how prepared did or do you feel to handle a toxic workplace culture or a workplace bully? 67% answered not at all. And just a side note, it's interesting because, so on the, let me explain the scale. So zero was not at all. A 10 was 100% ready, 100% prepared. 67%, the average of the responses came out around 67%, not at all prepared. I had about 5% rated at an eight. So feeling pretty confident they could handle it. But as I said, 67% of graduates did not feel prepared. The second question I asked, if you entered or will be entering the workforce without a college degree or college education, how prepared did, do you feel to handle a toxic workplace culture or a workplace bully? 70% said not at all. 70%, that's huge. Um, again, that's the average of the replies. Um, and again, there were a few seven and eights in there, totaling maybe 10%. Um, you know, feeling confident, but the overall percentage shows it's a huge gap, right? Huge problem. Question three, as a past or current current college student, did do you feel the topics of workplace culture, workplace bullying, and accountability for leadership in such matters was or is adequately addressed in your syllabus? So they, this was a um, yes, no, room for improvement, or other were the options they could choose. 85% said no, it was not the information. These topics were not adequately covered in the syllabus. 15% um, said that there was room for improvement and no one replied yes. Question four, as a past or current MBA student, did or do you feel the topics of workplace culture, workplace bullying, and accountability for leadership in such matters was or is adequately addressed in your syllabus? 73% said no. 7% uh, said room for improvement. There were a few in the, of the other comments, which I'll share later. But no one, not one person that participated said, yes, it was adequately covered. This is the MBA program response. Question five, if you have experienced 
workplace bullying or have had to navigate a toxic workplace, what tools do you wish you had to better handle it? So this was um, multiple option and you could, you could choose more than one. 67.9% answered my employee rights and how if I am protected by the law, for example, EEOC, protected classes, et cetera. So almost 70%, you know, that was the highest response. Next was, I wish I had a better understanding of the role of human resources in my situation. That came in at 64.3%. Next came in specific examples of workplace bullying to help me identify them. That came in at 60.7%. And then the next highest percentage was a better understanding of what constitutes workplace bullying. And, you know, that's a, not to get off topic, but that is a difficult definition to really clarify um, because a lot of times it's personality people that say they have tough skin, that, that that wasn't bullying to someone else, that they're more sensitive, it is, so that that I can see how that, and actually almost everyone picked that as a reply. Um, that 50% chose a clearer direction about how to report issues and the channels to do so. And that came in at 50%. And then the other option where I gave them an te open text box that they could, you know, type in a reply had, I had five responses in that box and that made up 17.9% of the re responses. So the, the information, the majority wish they had 67.9% was understanding their employee rights and how to know if they're protected by the law, protected classes, things like that. The Gentlewoman Boss podcast has been named top 20 best month reporting podcasts of 2021 by Welp Magazine, number 36 of 200 in top entrepreneurship podcasts by Podchaser, and top 20 best whistleblower podcasts for 2021 by CastBox Media. For sponsorship opportunities, please visit our website at thegentlewomanboss.com. Okay, so those are the questions that went out. What I just read off to you were questions that went out in the MailChimp survey. Um, some of the responses I could see from people that are on my mailing list, but because it, the link was open and it was free, it was shared by people. So um, a lot of them, you know, I don't really have any age demographic, um, gender demographic, any of that. Um, but that was from the MailChimp survey. Now, the LinkedIn poll that I did... Um, I had 174 responses. My question on LinkedIn was, did your college education adequately prepare you for the workplace, for potential toxic workplace culture or workplace bullying? 84% of respondents on LinkedIn said no. 6% said yes. 8% said need for improvement and 2% said I'm still in college. So, and again, this um, 
obviously went out to my network on LinkedIn, but it was also shared. I can see in the, in my um, insights that it was shared uh, quite a few times, poll was shared. So 84% said their college education did not adequately prepare them to deal with a toxic workplace or a potential toxic, potential workplace bully. So that was the survey itself. Those are the two I had the MailChimp survey and then the LinkedIn poll combined, the data combined findings. Percentage tolls from both studies of participants who felt unprepared to handle a toxic workplace or workplace bullying, current high school students or college graduates came in at 76%, not prepared, feel, not feeling prepared. High school graduates or those with no college education came in at 70%. So that averages out between the two groups to around 73%. And I found it interesting that it was the college level students that re reported feeling less prepared. I'm gonna look into that, I'm gonna investigate that. The percentage of undergraduate and graduate students who felt topics were not adequately covered in their syllabus, that was a 79% average, so they did not feel it was covered adequately. You know, the data doesn't lie. So this information makes it clearly apparent that, and especially right now with so much volatility in you know, higher education and, and student debt and dissatisfaction in um, college experience because of the pandemic, the past year has, you know, just wreaked havoc on it. And then you add this information to those other seriously um, fragile issues in the world of higher academics. I strongly feel this topic needs to be addressed, to be better researched, and to find a solution, to give the students this information, whether it's make it a class that they can get credits for, um, bring people in to teach them, career counseling, things like that. This is, um, again, something where we're, we're, feel, we're failing them. We're failing students. We're failing our students in high school, and we're feeling, failing our college students and graduate students from, from what the data says. So again, the, it's like a double-edged sword because you know, I, I experienced a horrible workplace um, abuse experience. You know that. And I didn't know half of the stuff I know now, but I've also spent the last two years studying everything, reading, watching, absorb, listening to every possible thing I could on the topic of workplace abuse and workplace bullying and workplace culture and leadership and board accountability and story after story after story of other people that have gone through things. And there is that common denominator of 
that you just trusted your employer was, was going to take care of you. And that if you tried to do the right thing, they were going to protect you. They're going to look out for you. They were going to um, be your North Star, you know, be that support system you needed. But every single story ends with the same sad tale that I went through, that they threw them under the bus or they kicked them out the back door or they demoted them. Or they made, got them to the point they really thought they were going crazy and the person just quit. I don't want that experience for my daughter. She's 19. She just had a horrible freshman year of college. She doesn't even want to go back her sophomore year. I don't want her to go into her first job in her field, in her selected field, at this disadvantage. I won't let that happen. She's going to know everything she needs to know as a new employee in a company. But that's just one, one new job person, right? This needs to be addressed nationwide. And um, just in my research and networking, connecting with people, it's a global issue. It's a global issue. Um, again, every country, um, they have, there's different laws. I, I talk quite a bit with people in England and, you know, there are different labor laws that have to be considered, but the, the overarching theme is that workplace bullying and workplace abuse is a problem. It's a problem globally. And as, as great as the work is with people that that try to help targets and, and help them heal. We need that. We need them. We always will need them because unfortunately this will never go away completely. But wouldn't it be wiser to give our students this information, educate them about the real world workplace so they go into it with open eyes, not to scare them, not to scare them, but knowledge is power. How how many times have we heard knowledge is power? So if they know uh, this, my right as an employee, and they can go in feeling confident, right? A bully is not going to target someone that seems like they know their stuff. That's the bottom line. I'm not saying it's the reason they pick you to begin with. They sit there and say, hmm. Michelle, she doesn't know anything about the EEOC laws. I'm going after her. I'm sure it's not like, well, maybe it is for some psychos, but it's more, and it's not to go in like with guns, you know, out like I'm new here, but you, I know what you can and can't do to me or I'll sue you. We don't want, we don't want that tactic, but that happy medium where they understand signs like like what people ask for, examples of bullying, that they would know this is not acceptable, and then add to all of that the whole bystander effect. How, what should they do if they witness it in the workplace or if they observe it or they, you know, how best can they support that person and yet protect themselves? Because that's a very sad reality. The bystander effect and the reason people don't speak up is just fear, fear of being the next target, fear of fear of having their their livelihood at risk for speaking up. So those are things we'll dig deep deeper into later. So 
this is the first, if you're just tuning in now, I don't know why you'd be tuning at the end, but uh, <laughs> this is the first season one, not my first podcast episode. There's quite a few earlier, but this is the first in a season. I'm trying to get myself organized that we will be talking about the topic of student and graduate workplace readiness in, in, in the lens of workplace culture, toxic workplaces, workplace bullying, and how we can protect our kids and our students, and even adult students that, you know, are going out there um, into the wild, wild west of the modern workplace. All right, so that is it for today. Um, I hope you're excited about the new format. I think it's, I'm, I'm excited because I feel like I really, no, I know I can help people with this information and that this could really save someone from having to go through something at work, something like my lovely experience. So if you know someone, a student, graduate, maybe someone that's making a career change, or even if you know someone that's dealt with this baloney in the workplace, please let them know about my podcast, let them know about this season that's just starting and have them tune in. I'm hoping to drop episodes on Wednesdays by noon. So uh, look for the agenda to go out on Tuesdays on my social and then the new episode will drop on Wednesday. And if you have questions, if I've shared anything today that you want more information about or you, you yourself experienced, things that, you know, if it really resonated, or you want me to clarify something, please send me a DM on any of my socials, or you can email me, go to my website and my email, my, there's a contact form there. And I will incorporate that, that those questions into the itinerary. And I'm really hoping to get that feedback. So thank you for listening. Please, um, if you like this podcast, take a second to rate it, review it, uh, share it with someone that you love. Um, and help us get the word out to, to be proactive about healthy workplace cultures and um, change, change this game around a little. All right. So have a great week, everyone. And I'll see you next Wednesday for the next episode of The Gentleman Bus. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Gentlewoman Bus podcast. Please remember to download my podcast so you can listen whenever and wherever you'd like. And if you're enjoying the show, please take a moment and leave a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much if you've already done so. It really does help with ratings and distribution of the show. I also invite you to email me if you'd like to share your story or if you have a question you'd like answered on an upcoming episode of the show. Just visit thegentlewomanboss.com and click on the contact tab at the top to email me. You can also follow me on social media at gentlewomanboss. And if you prefer to watch podcasts rather than just listen to the audio version, my episodes are also uploaded on my YouTube channel in video format as well. Click subscribe and when new episodes drop, they'll show up in your YouTube feed. It's super easy. So until next time, remember, always choose to be the gentlewoman or gentleman in the room. I'll see you soon for the next episode of the Gentlewoman Boss Podcast.